reflected on this fourth Sunday of Easter is taken from the book of 1 John, the third chapter. Listen again to verse 23. John writes and says, And this is God's commandment, that we believe in the name of his Son, Jesus Christ, and love one another, just as he has commanded us. So far, our text. Everyone knows that there are certain physical characteristics that are totally unique to every human being. Your fingerprints are one of a kind, aren't they? The pattern of your iris, the colored part of your eye, belongs to you alone and no one else, as does your DNA. But did you know that your heartbeat is completely unique, too? Every person on Earth has a different heartbeat pattern, and that pattern is called your cardiac signature. In fact, new technology called Jetson uses laser vibrometry. That makes you sound really intelligent, doesn't it? Laser vibrometry. Uh, I believe it was developed by the military to begin with. And what it does is it identifies people from their heartbeats up to 600 feet away. Did you ever imagine that your cardiac signature could be so distinctive? Well, of course, you don't need advanced laser technology to tell you what makes you unique as a Christian. Your Christian cardiac signature, what causes you to stand alone among the vast catalog of religions out there, what identifies you as a Christian is pretty simple. In fact, your cardiac signature as a Christian has two parts. And the first part is this, believe. Believe. That's what John says in our text uh, this morning. And this is God's commandment that we believe in the name of his son, Jesus Christ. Well, that sounds pretty cut and dried, doesn't it? You know, so why don't we say it out loud? Why don't we make that uh, part of our confession this morning? Uh, ready? Let's say this together. Ready? I believe in the name of God's son, Jesus Christ. One more time. I believe in the name of God's Son, Jesus Christ. All right. So, I just heard you. So you believe in the name of Jesus Christ, do you? Well, let's talk about that. Here's the deal. Names are like suitcases. And that's what I teach my confirmation students as we look at the second commandment, use God's name respectfully, and also, when we look at the Eighth Commandment, protect the name and reputation of others. You know, names are like suitcases. And whether it's God's name or your name or your neighbor's name, names are packed full of really important things like your identity and personal history, your failures, your victories, your strengths, your weaknesses, your personal character, and how you are perceived and thought of by others. You know, what's in a name, Shakespeare asks? Turns out, quite a bit. 
Saul. When you confess, I believe in the name of Jesus, you're confessing that Jesus is your Savior. That's what the name Jesus means, after all, Savior. But what does he save you from? Sin, death, the devil, hell. That's what the Bible teaches. How did Jesus do that for you? Well, he, he hung your sins on the cross and he left them there, gone, forgiven, and now forgotten by God. And then, then he turned death into a brief little dirt nap for you and for me on Easter morning. Because Jesus lives forever, you also shall now live forever. Only Jesus does that. No other savior in no other uh, religion you know, does what Jesus does. Only he has the words of eternal life. Believing in him is what opens heaven's door, nothing else. All of that from one little name, Jesus. That's what the Bible teaches. That's what you believe. But God's son has another name too, doesn't he? Christ. You believe in that name as well. Christ means anointed one. And, and that particular handle, the handle of Christ, connects the Son of God to every Old Testament promise that God ever made about sending a Savior, and that goes all the way back to Adam and Eve. In other words, God planned your salvation. He was behind it all. Christmas Eve was on purpose. Jesus wasn't an accident. Jesus just didn't happen. God has always been pulling the strings of your redemption. That's how much he loves you. That's what the Bible teaches. And you believe this, too. Believing in the name of Jesus Christ and all that his name contains and means and teaches, hey, that's your cardiac signature as a Christian. And it does make you unique. It separates you from the pack of would-be world religions out there. It identifies you as a true Christian uh, rather than one of the, the watered-down uh, Christians these days who've replaced believing in the name of Jesus Christ, replaced it with believing in other things that are more trendy or stylish or politically correct. No, John has the right of it, okay? You're unique. Believe in the name of Jesus Christ. Okay, take a breath now. Take a breath. The second part of your unique Christian cardiac signature, according to John, is love. All right, so let's do that again. Let's make this part of our confession uh, today as well. Ready? Let's read it together. I believe in the name of God's Son, Jesus Christ, and will love one another. Let's do that again. I like to hear that. I believe in the name of God's Son, Jesus Christ, and will love one another. How about that? The second part of your unique signature as a Christian flows from the first, doesn't it? If you believe, you will also love. And Martin Luther, he was all over this. 
Luther said in a sermon that he wrote way back in 1522, he was talking exactly about what we're talking about. This is what he said. He said, God does not want mere hearers and repeaters of words, but doers and followers who practice their faith in a life of love. For a faith without love is not enough. It is in reality no faith at all, but only appears to be faith. Just as a face seen in a mirror is in reality no face, but just appears to be one. Thank you, Dr. Luther. If you believe in the name of Jesus Christ, then you will want to imitate him, and that means you'll gladly give his love away just like he did. The following was submitted by an 11-year-old girl by the name of Summer Waters, whose Sunday school assignment was to write about love. And this is what she wrote. She said, I saw Jesus last week. He was wearing blue jeans and an old shirt. He was up at the church. He was alone and working hard. For just a minute, he looked a little like one of our members, but it was Jesus I could tell by his smile. I saw Jesus last Sunday. He was talking about the Bible. He didn't talk real loud or use long words, but you could tell he believed what he said. For just a minute, he looked like my Sunday school teacher, but it was Jesus I could tell by his loving voice. I saw Jesus yesterday. He was at the hospital visiting a friend who was sick. They prayed together quietly, and for a moment, he looked just like my pastor, but it was Jesus. I could tell by the tears in his eyes. And I saw Jesus this morning. He was in my kitchen making my breakfast and fixing me a special lunch. For just a minute, he looked like my mom. But it was Jesus. I could feel the love from his heart. That 11-year-old girl gets it, doesn't she? Believing in Jesus results in loving like Jesus. You know, in 2019, Barna polled Christians of all denominations, conservatives, liberals, everything in between, and he asked whether or not they agreed with this statement. Here's the statement. Having faith matters more than which faith you have. Okay, having faith matters more than which faith you have. 63% of the Christians polled agreed with that statement. In other words, more than half will say that it doesn't matter what you believe as long as you believe in something. And thank you very much uh, to our postmodern culture. You know, and, and really, that's what happens when you start to throw the Bible under the bus. But today, John tells us that it does matter what you believe. It matters very much. It can be the difference between for being forgiven and not forgiven, the difference between heaven and hell. In fact, in Acts chapter 4, verse 12, the apostle Peter, this is from our first reading, the apostle Peter, he's talking about Jesus when he said, and there is salvation in no one else, for there's no other name under heaven given among men by which we must be saved. And I'll bet Peter learned that from John. Or maybe they learned it together from Jesus. Both of them are on the same page, aren't they? Believe in the name of God's Son, Jesus Christ, and love 
one another. So that's your Christian cardiac signature, isn't it? Believing in the name of Jesus Christ, putting your faith in, in Christ's cross and his empty tomb and all other truth contained by that name of his and then letting his love flow from your faith for everyone to see. Believing and loving, that's what makes you unique. That's what separates you from the herd. That's what truly makes you a Christian. Believing in the name of Jesus Christ. Believe in him and then love like him. Amen. And now may the peace in Christ that passes all understanding keep your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus. Amen.